Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Good, bad, good, bad, good, bad, good. Just say hi, welcome to the Go Bad You just did it, that's good. Yeah, welcome to the Go Bad I'm Graham. Where are the time schedules today? It was just I, because of me. I was traveling. Um, I'm, on, I'm on summer break right now, so I got eight weeks kind of to just goof around. So I was just like, hey, we're going to take a trip to Southern Maryland. Um, we did. Got back late last night, and um, I didn't really get a chance to book guests. Oh, Matt took 48 hours to respond to me. What's your availability for this week at one point as well, which didn't help. So um, by that time, by the time he'd responded, I was on holiday. So anyway, I asked one person who we've been trying to get on, and they weren't available this week. And the other person, they they, they haven't checked their their messages in 24 hours so so we're like shoot i was like hey this is the perfect week there's been a lot of uh stories going on in fact this is the first time ever just before we started recording um mason messaged me is like have you heard the news of i was like yeah i heard that one i was like that that's coming up and he's like did you also hear i was like yeah yeah matt's gonna be talking about that probably <laughs> so um yeah if the fact that even if mason's interested and in, oh mason's aware of wrestling stuff right now uh probably a few months ago that wouldn't have been a big surprise but since he hasn't released a podcast in four months five months something like that and it's uh it shows you what week it was i was like sure i was like i'm putting the message out there i was like if someone wants to come and chat with us i'm interested to hear people's opinions because i've been kind of out of the loop a little bit for about 36 hours so my knowledge is uh certainly weaker so yeah micah no that was, was it was perfect that you uh you were happened to be online at that time you messaged yeah. me about something completely different and mm. um yeah so yeah you're here for a little bit at least anyway you've got to yeah yeah as long as I've got don't to... talk for too long yeah, I've got. I just got other stuff. I said I would be somewhere at four thirty. So. Yeah, that's yeah. Hey, Matt. Um, on the debuting, because I got to do a little plug here. On the debuting Good Cop Bad Cop uh, baseball podcast, um, we talked for so long in the intro. I think it was nearly thirty minutes before we actually even got to Good Cop moments. Uh, high five, Tom and I. So I think we've got the format down absolutely perfectly. I said you'd be really proud of us managing to get that long. You were name dropped multiple times. I'm not expecting you to listen because I know that's not your forte, but I know at some point you might have to because I know you want to come and join us. Listening or baseball? Baseball. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I had it was it was that was the perfect time. Sorry, I love you, man. Uh, we normally ask about your podcast, but uh, you've been on so many times. I don't think we need to do that. Matt, uh, you wanted me to ask you because you've had such a horrible week. So please come on, bear your soul. Tell us about your horrible week. Um. No, well, perhaps Graham. it wasn't horrible. Perhaps I'm perhaps I'm misunderstood. Perhaps it was just a busy week. I actually want to talk about that during Good Cop. That's what I've used. Oh, oh, okay, all right, fair enough. Hey, play that jingle. Let's get to it. Good. Bad. I'm not supposed to talk now. Ninety-seven, by the way, as well. We just let you do the intro. We didn't say the number, so it, we'll get all that stuff in. This will all be sound. Bro- by the time this is edited, this will sound amazing. I got, I got the 46, 48 hours to edit this. This will be perfect. Um, guests normally get to go first. Um, on five minutes preparation, uh, what's your good cop moment of the week, Micah? My great cop moment of the week is Will Osprey versus Dax Harwood at Dynamite Roadweight Roger. Uh, that was. Such a good match. I know that, like, Will Ospreay is a controversial figure, and some people have nicknames for him because he's a controversial figure. He's, Fuck you, Osprey! I was going to say, Q-Matt. 
Yeah, he's great inside the ropes. Uh, it, he, he is a marvel inside the ropes. He's really good. And Dax Harwood is awesome, too. He's, like, really solid. Um, and so that match was just exactly what I wanted. Um, another another uh, loved figure in the wrestling media circle, Dave Meltzer, gave it four and three quarter stars. Uh, I mean, sure. I thought it was really good. Um, and that, that that set up for uh, Forbidden Door, Osprey versus Orange Cassidy, which is a match I didn't know I wanted. I guess like it's it was a, it's a, that's a pretty solid match if I if I could say so myself. Yeah, Dynamite was really solid except for like one thing, which I'll, which I guess I'll get to. Um, but yeah, Dynamite was really. So, I, this is the first time I watched Dynamite like live in a very long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was nice. Um, did either of you see Dynamite or any AEW highlights? I have. Matt's biting his tongue, so I think I'm going to let Matt speak first. From what I can tell, you were, you were one of very few people who did watch Dynamite Live, but they, they're still number one They're still number one for the time period, but the figures were way, way down. Well, um, yeah. well the, the, the January 6th hearings have, are, are a little more important. I have been, I have been glued to them, to be fair. Yeah, they're, it's, it's for however horrific it is to like revisit that, because I watched that happen live. I, I did uh, too, yeah. It's it still is uh it it's very harrowing to to watch because there's all there's like just like new stuff that like nobody else knew yeah uh like photos of the vice president uh in in his in that secure room closing yeah. the shades that's like that's like horrifying to like think about mm-hmm. uh that's way more compelling than wrestling uh because it's because it's real life and like this has this has like true like world like world ramifications if. If something comes from it, which it won't, because because mm. I'm cynical. Um, this is me hoping that something will happen, and maybe me saying something won't happen will make the universe do something about it. But I but yeah. Um, also, the Celtics lost last night. I'm very upset about it. So I just want to get that out of the way. If anyone wants to make fun of me uh, at Dying Format on Twitter, that's fine. That is. Basketball, right? That's right. It's, it's, that's that's right. <laughs> Good job, Matt. Good for you. I've got I've so got to admit, I've, I've, to give you some more. Trying to remember which team is which sometimes is hard, Greg, because there's a lot of teams which are very similar at times. No, that's so. a, a that's very uh that's fair. I mean, there's the Sacramento Kings and the Los Angeles Kings for two different sports in the same state. Mm. It's very stupid. Mm. It's like though you've got the Bills and the Bulls. You would assume they're both from the uh, from the same uh, place. They're not. <laughs> and you got the Cardinals and the Cardinals. Mm. And Why one Cardinals is significantly that? better than the other. I'm getting flashbacks to uh, an old uh, episode of MGB here, but you assume they're from the same city because they sound alike. Yeah, Bills and Bulls. Well, the Mets and the Jets. <laughs> and the Nets, formerly. I, I think Mike was actually proving my point. <laughs> yeah, I, I did. Well, that is New York sports, and New York sports are just historic, or like recently, like not good. Either that or Red Bull branded, either one of the two. Um, sorry, sorry. Insert, one, insert generic Austrian energy drink here. <laughs> I got one mixed up recently. I was talking to RJ, and uh, he mentioned the Red Wings, and I thought he was talking about, and I know he's a baseball fan, but I thought he was talking about the uh, the hockey team, 
And he was like, no, 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 the minor league team. I didn't realize Rochester was uh, the Red Wings. So um, and when you start adding in extra teams, then it suddenly does start getting yeah. super yeah. confusing. Minor, lower level teams for all the different sports on top of that. That's why you got to get into F1, because you can just say companies. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yes and no. <laughs> yes and well, no. Like, well, like Mercedes is a company. Red Bull is a company. Yes. Williams is not a company. Haas is not a company. Can I just can you just let me have this one? Like I'm right. I don't, have a right. I'm right. Don't step on my turf, bitch. All right. <laughs> we'll get to that another time. Anyway. Shoot. Anyway. You let him talk, talk some Formula One trying to be nice, and he throws it right back at you. Yeah, well, try to build up to something your speed instead of talking about baseball. Then get it right is what I'm saying on that side of things. If you get wrestling right, I'll get F1 right. Well, you'll see that. You'll see that. Graham, what's your good cut moment of the week? I wanted to, I haven't talked about your moment yet. I said I let oh. Matt go first, and then he just wanted to talk about something completely different, which is fine. Um, I started to applaud as you were saying Will Ospreay, because I figured you were going to talk about Orange Cassidy, which you did get to in the end. But um, yes, um, so uh, yes, I did actually watch the match, and I noticed one thing that has changed this week on my YouTube viewing of uh, AEW is it didn't list it as top five moments anymore. Uh, when it appears, it just says AEW, and it just shows you several different clips. And they're much longer than clips you'd see for... Uh, WWE. So I noticed, I talked about that the other week, Matt. They've got longer, like the top 10 moments, you could watch it in five minutes or at times two, you could watch it in two and a half minutes, which was ample for me just to, just so I knew what you were talking about. Um, yeah, the AEW clips are typically this week, I think they're about six, seven, eight minutes long and there was like four or five of them posted. So when you add that together, you're starting to get like 30, 40 minutes of material that you can actually watch. So you get a much better feeling for what the show's actually like. So yeah, that was the first clip that I actually came across, uh, Will Ospreay and uh, Dax. So yeah, now I I thought it was a good match. I didn't see enough to warrant 4.75 stars. You didn't see the whole match. Um, <laughs> probably so. Um, the crowd was certainly into it, that's for sure. You could tell that they, they were enjoying it at the end and they were vocalising their enjoyment of said match. But Oh, you want to speak again? Sure, go ahead, sir. Well, to actually go on what I, would, what I should have done, which was about the actual match itself, about Osprey <clears throat> and, uh, and Howard. Much as I'm not... Osprey's biggest fan, to put it nicely. Um, it, a lot of got me. It's it possibly the best I've seen Dax in singles competition. And in my personal opinion, my personal opinion. I don't know. Uh, the match against Cash was like really good. It was. Good. I'd have to see them back. I'd have to see them back to back. I haven't. I that one happened like a couple months ago. Like maybe two. But, but I was very impressed with with Dax. Um, I. I have a lot of negative feelings towards Osprey for reasons which have been known on previous podcasts and things like that. And oh, yet, is that why you dropped the F one when his name's mentioned? Oh, that's why. But as Mike has said, between the ropes, his craft is brilliant. Mm-hmm. If he can apply that same sort of discipline to the outside of ring stuff, then it he'd be the complete package. But I'm sorry, he's a Oh, I just checked myself. Yeah, I, I saw that word coming out for me. <laughs> um. I'd never say that word. <laughs> Best time for everything. But I think he's less than, I think he's younger than 30. Like, I'd be surprised if he was like 28. That sounds about right. That sounds about right. 
Matt's going to Google it, even though it's his turn to do his moment. But... Well, I, I could do my moment, Graham, but I'm going to look at what, what I'm doing, because it's about me, Graham. Oh, he's 29. Oh, as you alluded to earlier. I, I don't normally, and this is me being completely blunt and honest here, I don't usually try and blow my own trumpet about myself. But um, I was inspired by our good friend, uh, the podfather, uh, Mag, recently. Uh, Obviously, he made his triumphant return to chain wrestling um, after um, taking time for himself and addressing his mental health and all that sort of stuff. This past week, um, I started doing the same. Um, for the last 19 years of my life, I've been dealing with things which happened in my personal life. And Chris, the last few months, has noticed that my mood swings can be erratic at times and suggested that maybe I go and get some help, some professional help. Now, at times, as we've discussed before, that men are told to man up and not face up to these things you know just just get on with it sort of thing you don't cry with all this crap i haven't i made that first step this week and i already feel so much better and that's why my good comment of the week for me is i'm finally making time for me as well i've stepped back from doing a bit from i meant to in the old days, as it were, I would have I'd been putting out six, seven podcasts a week sort of thing. You may have noticed my, my output isn't anywhere near the level it used to be. Couple that with, um, as Michael discussed before we went live on the air, I also this, year, this week uh, became a mature student uh, for the first, so for the first time in over 20 years. Uh, I am now officially a student again, and in 15 months' time, I will be fully qualified so it's been as graham said earlier hectic stressful um emotional at times which is the reason why i didn't reply in 48 hours i sorry buddy <laughs> i was kind of like not in the frame of mind to reply to people in general but i'm getting there i'm getting there so that's my good comment of the week is uh hopefully other people out there will uh, embrace it and look after themselves as well. Not a dirty word. Damn you for doing a serious moment. You mentioned that you were a mature student. I had to bite my tongue. I, I was, was thinking like, the same I, thing. I was, I was like, damn it. I was like, I can't do that. I was, I was like, like, oh, man, why has he got to be real? No, I'm like, proud of you, dude. I got to wait until the end. Um, it's I, okay. I knew, I, knew, I knew you two dicks were going to do that. It's <laughs> Every journey starts with a single step. And that first step is the important one. And you take it from there. So no, nothing but full support for me, buddy. Uh, I, we've we've talked about it on multiple episodes. So um, yeah, no, absolutely. Thanks, buddy. I know, yeah. I know, how, I know how much you guys are supportive, even if you do decide to rib me most of the time. Uh, I I can't promise that's all of the soppy stuff out of the way, but uh, for me that was an important thing to get out there. So. When you said yeah. six to seven podcasts a week, I was dying to jump in with or more or. Per day. Or... I was going to say, or 67. <laughs> I've never had to resist so much. I was like, no, I just got to keep agreeing. Um, I put myself on mute so I wouldn't say anything <laughs> I didn't mean. <laughs>
So, uh, of course, some of your podcasts are reduced right now because of summer breaks, though, of course. Obviously, uh, Techers is off on a break right now. Or the, fo- the football arm of Techers is off on a break right now. Uh, yes and no. We're doing part of women's Euros, part of it. Um, oh, okay. not, not regularly, but we're going to be dipping in and out and doing little bits. And, of course, the Premier League season starts in, a, in, a, in just over a month's time. So, Oh, it does? I thought it was August. Yeah, just over a month's time, Graham. Okay, just over a month's time would be end of July, wouldn't it? We'll That's why you got back to school, so you can learn your maths. There we go. All right, Mike, you caught Graham, moment. the Community Shield, the 31st of July. It is? I thought that was like championship or something like that. Oh, Matt, Matt, uh, Micah's got a question. Go ahead, Micah. Um, are World Cup qualifiers not happening anymore? That's the already sold. That's the already sold. The field's yeah, ready. Yeah, the World Cup is World Cup would normally be happening now, but because of financial reasons, to put it that way, it's in Qatar. And because right now it's 48 degrees centigrade in Doha, uh, they can't do that. And that's, I can prove it, Graham, as well. Uh, 48 degrees centigrade in Doha. They can't play in this heat, so they're playing it in oh, the winter. Oh, Celsius. Oh, I get it. They're well, playing in the winter, it. which it will still be 32 degrees centigrade. Yeah, yeah, that's it's like in the 90s. That's what it is. <laughs> that's still a lot. Yeah. Okay, don't okay. they have air conditioning? Uh, not outside, I don't mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. They what built indoors. They're all the stadiums they built, they didn't put it, make them indoors. Wow, ridiculous. What's your good comment of the week, Graham? Uh, my good cop moment of the week, I actually reserved this week, which we uh, rarely do because I wanted to make sure that we weren't going to talk about the same thing. And um, I totally forgot that I'd reserved it. And as I was finishing up my moments, I was still looking for my main good cop moment. I was like, oh, of course, I wanted to talk about this. So, um, yeah, I wanted to talk about and it's this is one of those, Matt, where this could have easily gone into a good cop section or a bad cop section, depending on what, which gap I had. Um, so I want to talk about Jake Christ. So this is a tweet from June 13th. There's actually several tweets. For everyone that's been screwed over by a promotion, this is for you. For the people, no excuses. You should have paid me. What's done is done. All right. So in case you haven't heard the story, this is a little bit more. Uh, he put out a statement as well. This is as real as it gets. I've given Ian and IWA Mid-South weeks to make right, only to get excuses or downright ghosted. For the past few years, I've done everything in my power to help just to be another casualty. Uh, sorry, another causality on the list of people Ian has screwed over. From paying people out of my own pocket to making sure other younger talents get paid. To legit giving Ian money out of my payday to make good with others. Uh, this has sounded all too familiar from uh, other organizations I've been associated with in the past. Uh, it continues. How many times will we all fall for these BS excuses? How many times will the hard work of others only be benefiting to Ian? Ian, just close your doors and get a job. Enough is enough. Now, as I got this back in my mind, um, the video that accompanied this was uh, Jake Christ burning the two belts that he actually had from IWA. He's like, you're not going to pay me. You're not having your belts back. And he proceeded to light them on fire. And um, great little piece of art, great little piece of work. But it was like, yeah, 
this is ridiculous. This has been going on a lot. Um, a lot of people were chiming in as well. One particular one caught my eye, which was Charlie Evans. Uh, I doubt you'll ever see this, he said, but he did. Uh, but a few of my friends here in Lexington, Kentucky, sold Ian a wrestling ring and other things such as steps and a sound booth for $5,000. He claimed day after day that he would pay them through many different types of payments. They sold him the ring on May 10th. They never got a response until a few days ago. He had several reasons as to why he hadn't sent the money. And then it just goes on and on and on. And it's just the same story that we've seen before of people lying people um doctoring gps reports saying that they're at a certain place so they could send the money and then never sending it uh blaming it on past relationships that oh it was the girlfriend's fault and etc etc so um the reason that this is going to be the good cop moment is uh jake chris standing up for what's right in this one and making a point like your hands are really tied on this if you haven't been paid you don't really have much leverage afterwards so the fact that he had the belts and uh, it was like screw him I'm just going to burn the belts. And it seems like a lot of people are very supportive of this um, just because they had similar issues as well. But obviously the bad copy, if I was to switch it this way, is wrestlers just getting screwed over again. Like um, people on their way up who are putting their line, bodies on the line, providing entertainment for us and just not getting the um, the things that they deserve from that. The pay, uh, the recognition, the excuses that are coming out. It's not good enough. The uh, the hot dog of the handshake comment. It's a shame that that's even a thing. Uh, but there are just cases when people are just not being looked after properly. But great to see Jake Christ actually take a stand on this. And hopefully others will come up as well. If there's other people who are also not doing as they should be doing, I'm hoping other people will make a stand as well. And we can try and make uh, wrestling better than it currently is. I think that's when we talked about that path, trying to make things better one step at a time. We can keep getting rid of promoters one at a time. Eventually, it will get a little bit better, hopefully. Mm. Um, we have a lawyer present, which is probably a good thing. I want to ask his opinion about something. Uh, whilst I fully agree with everything that Graham has said, because absolutely right, um, where do you think Jake Chris stands with destroying his you know, the promoter's property? Oh, is, is this a special episode of In Kayfabe right now? Well, I'm just wondering because because that's whether I mean Ian, from all accounts, is absolute tool and is clearly you know clearly deserves everything that's coming to him. But at the same time, that's his property that's been destroyed on so camera. In my expert non-expert opinion, this is a civil case and not a criminal case. This is like this is like more of like a claims thing yeah. where like. I and that's a thing in the states. I'm not sure if it works in the same in Britain. Or US or, yeah, so this is more of a civil case, in my opinion, uh, where it comes down to like uh, like the fiduciary responsibility of a contracted employer. Um, and so, Jay Chris could just you know, like this. There's unless like once it becomes like he doesn't show if he doesn't show up to the civil things and J. Chris still doesn't feel like justice has been served enough. He can also sue in a criminal matter, but if he just wants the money uh, that he's rightfully owed, he should do that. Destroying the property, that's a criminal thing. <laughs> so uh, I don't do that. The point is though, if he just said a tweet saying, hey look, Ian hasn't paid me, I've been waiting four weeks. It's not going to get anywhere near as many views. I it's do, not get, get, I do it's get the not, message. And it's quite yeah. a powerful message, yeah. Correct. It, it definitely got it definitely got the word out there far more than if it would have just been a a, a simple complaint. It's also risky as well because the the it, it could be quite quite the, the uh, repercussion. But I also think that Jay Chris, I'll take the hit sort of thing yeah. for it. <laughs> 
So, yeah, credit where it's due there. I don't think I'd have had a ball to do it. Uh, like I say, it wasn't just a single belt. It was uh, it was two titles as well. So it's uh, uh, a lot of hardware. It does seem a strange way to treat one of your top stars. If you've got, if you're putting, you're if you're champion. Well, you're champion. Yeah. yeah. Like, why would you not look after your champion like that? It's yeah, it's very baffling. Obviously, we only know a moment from one side of the story. I haven't really seen the other side of the story. So to be fair, there's been enough people chiming in saying that this is. It's not just Jake, so I I'm prepared to take it at that he's a scumbag. It's Ian, so yeah, we'll move on. <laughs> uh, I thought so as well. Yeah, yeah. All right, this is uh the time for the speed check then. If there's anything else we considered a good cop moment of the week, Micah, you got ninety seconds ish. I'm not really setting the clock, but anything um, else you saw this week? Uh, no. I really got nothing. I, if I had like, if I had two more minutes, I would have had something, Graham. But I was kind of. We, we can go it, first. We can go first. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I'll try to think of something right now. You know what? I, you know, uh, Jay White winning. Uh, Jay White winning the New Japan, uh, New Japan Championship. Uh, you know that was pretty good. Um, wow, I'm just, I'm realizing how like I'm just bringing up every person Matt hates. Um, but that was a good match. It was not ma- it was not a five star match. Like somebody thought it was. Um, which is not Meltzer. This is not me throwing shade. I had a talk with is him. Is it Nish guy? No. Um No, and Matt, do we have an update on Jay White? Well, I'm I'm glad, I'm glad you are. I'm reading from my notes here. Um uh, Jay White is a bag Why of are you shuffling a deck of cards at the same time. <laughs> Um, so this is my, my tarot reading deck, Graham. <laughs> Jay White loses. <laughs> yeah. Um, that match was good. Um, I'm pretty sure most, like most, big heavyweight championships in New Japan, other than, uh, other than the U.S. Championship, which was held by Juice Robinson, who is in uh, Bullet Club now, uh, but Juice Robinson still has the physical belt. Uh, but that was won by Osprey um, <laughs> in a match that was all right. Uh, yeah, but like Good Brothers are champions. Uh, Jay White's champion. Ace Austin is in. Ace Austin being in Bolt Club is like weird. Um, and now WWE has Bullet Club Light with Finn Balor at the helm. Uh, Looks so. me. Yeah, of course. You get to look at Finn Balor. You can put everything on mute and just look at Finn Balor and you'll be happy. I'll be on a regular basis. Um, and in fact, Damien Priest is nothing, nothing to not look at either. He's a very handsome man himself. Oh, I remember the last time I was on here and like uh, horny Twitter, like that was Graham's th- thing. Man, ever since Rhea Ripley joined that faction, man, Twitter has been horny for her. Very much so. Like, <laughs> like uh, do you know who Josh Robinson is? Yeah, I, I'm very aware of Josh Robinson. Yeah. yeah, he started tweeting about Rhea Ripley, and I was just like, "Oh no, it's it's getting to everybody now." Josh Robinson, who is a fan of the show and um, and uh, someone who I had a mat attack back in the day, um, absolute absolute top bloke. Really I'm trying to get bloke. him on for in kayfabe, so. Uh, oh, he This is my this is my public pressuring now, Josh Robinson <laughs> <laughs> underscore double zero. Joshy, I'm sure that Josh um, would be uh, more than happy to uh, if the stars align. 
Well, the stars have to align and also the time zones have to align. The time zones especially. He he lives so far away. When I did Mad Attack with Josh, he was obviously Australia and I also had some from America at the same time. So that was extremely difficult to get on at the same time. Yeah, like my, like, I think he might be waking up now for like. They are are 11 out in front of UK, so it's 7.16 where he is. Well, yeah, so like, hours ahead it's, of the US, yeah, that's it's crazy. crazy. I hadn't really thought about this before, but when you have like significant dates in history, that they're probably different dates depending on which country you're living on. Yeah, I'd never even really thought about that. So September 11th was could have been September 12th as far as Australia was concerned. I it, would, it, would, it still would have been Graham. It still would have been September. It happened at eight in the morning, so actually, it would have been. It happened at eight forty-six. The first plane hit, so actually, it just became. Yeah. It, if you were if you were still up after midnight and you were just watching it at that time, just before you went to bed, then technically it's September. I, I understand that you reference the country where it actually happened, but I'd never really thought about that before. That what you could class as a certain day is different, and that's even me having lived in different countries as well. Wow. Hmm. Huh. Yeah, cool. did you, during the uh, the the London bombing in two thousand five, were you living in the states or in? I was in Britain? the states. So is that the so okay? So did that happen the day before, or the day after? I, I know on it's only a five hour difference, but still. I was on the road. I was on. Um, I was traveling somewhere. I can't remember where I was. I was in the middle of the country somewhere, but I had a lot of people, mm-hmm. uh, like kind of messaging me and letting me know what was going on. So I remember it more from that, but I didn't get to see the the video or sort of live news reports. I... I have actually a connection to bombings. Uh, my partner at the time was on the train before the bomb. Oh, shoot. Oh, wow. God. Lucky break. Well, like, not for, like, in... Yeah. It was, it, it, was, uh, it, it, it was something, for sure. Yeah, um, like, no, obviously, lucky, there's nothing lucky about it, but, like, like could have been worse, you know? It was something, for sure, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a wake-up call. Yeah, but it was wake up call for sure. Yeah, I had a conversation about it uh, this week in reference to the Muhammad Hassan stuff. Yeah, that um, actually yeah. why that's actually why UPN ordered the Hassan stuff to be buried immediately. Yeah, I had a huge conversation about that on Tuesday. It was Tuesday so, and Wednesday. I was. So the, if I'm wrong here, but I believe the original plan was for Hassan. To actually beat Batista for the championship at SummerSlam. Yeah, I, which wasn't going to happen because Batista got hurt. But no, no, no. SummerSlam 2005 before he got hurt. Oh, I know he got hurt in 2005. So uh, he he got hurt um, right. start of got... last week of 05. Yeah, oh, last week of 05. Yeah. yeah. All right, Matt, go ahead. What you got for <laughs> 90 seconds ish? Right. Okay. First thing I want to talk about is. Um, as much as I've kind of been meh about Forbidden Door, this card is stacked. There's only five matches on the card currently for it, but it's stacked. I mean, do I want to see Moxley Tanahashi? I want to see Punk versus Tanahashi, preferably, but I'm going to watch it. Pack versus Miro versus probably Penta, or pff, probably, I want Penta. I want Penta. I yeah. want Penta, but Malachi Black is going to win that championship, yeah. man. Possibly. Um, now, let's see if I can get my pronunciation right. Um, Tomowaki Honma, uh, Clark Connors, Tomohoro Ishii, or Yoshinobu 
Kanemaru. Um, all great um, wrestlers, but I still have a problem with it being called the All Atlantic Championship with a Chinese and Japanese flag on it. Um, uh, <laughs> I have a problem with that. I don't, I don't it's all care. one. It's all one ocean. It's not real. It's not all one ocean. It's all one ocean. It's all it's, connected. It, in any case, in any case. <laughs> uh, the J- anyway, um, Kingston, Wheeler, Utah, and Shota versus the JS. Um, and Suzuki. That. And Suzuki. And I, I, I didn't. Oh, yes. I apologize. And Suzuki, yes. Sorry. I'm just like really excited to see Eddie Kingston and Minoru Suzuki in the same ring. I've got to admit that would be fun. <laughs> that would be fun to watch, for sure. I uh, love Eddie but, Kingston. Thunder Rose's Tony Storm. Yes, please. Don't mind that. And Osprey Cassidy. Absolutely. Um, I want to see that match. If for no reason, I want to see uh, Cassidy punch his lights out with the orange punch. And, and Jay White versus somebody. <laughs> it's not listed as the card yet. But it, it's announced that Jay White is going to face somebody. Yes, to be announced. Yeah. 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 I'm, hoping, I'm hoping that he'll end up facing, um, maybe he'll face this guy or something in a, pre, in a, in a, in a predetermined match. In a handcuff like, slap fight? Absolutely. Absolutely. And the other thing I want to talk about, Graham, is my nephew's uh, still doing his wrestling training. This week, he we have seen the, seen the footage of him doing swanton bombs for fun. Um, and he's also able to suplex people, including adults. Vertical suplex. Hmm. He's 10. Wow. He's 10. He's shorter than Micah. Well, shorter than 6'3", it's a lot. So. <laughs> No, that um, I when I was ten, I couldn't I couldn't suplex people like that. The, the the hip action he's got when he's when he's throwing people is like Eddie Guerrero, Graham. The SOS yeah. wrestling are teaching him really really well. I think it's impressive that for a good cop moment that Forbidden Door, you're talking about it now and it's not even this weekend. And we've talked about it for multiple weeks now. So yeah, I, this is something that really is starting to get people's attention for sure. If I'm talking about it, it must be getting better. And you know that I don't really talk New Japan much either, and I've been talking about it as well. So, yeah, I think that definitely qualifies as a good cop moment. Um, I finally got around to watching um, the NWA pay-per-view today. Uh, Aaron Stevens retired, and match against Trevor Murdoch. Big crowd reaction to it. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you, Aaron. And he's there calling for the mic, and he went to the wrong corner, and then he finally gets the mic, and he just says, you're welcome, and then just rolls out the ring. I thought it was a really nice way to finish his career. Uh, Camille versus Kylan King was very good, and the aftermath, which uh, Max the Impaler came out as well. Looking forward to seeing how that leads up to a future event. Speaking of which, Outsports.com, this transmasculine non-binary pro wrestler is about to make history. Max the Impaler will become the first transmasculine non-binary wrestler to ever set foot in an AEW ring uh, when they battle Nyla Rose on Monday's edition of AEW Dark Elevation. Once again, boundaries being broken in wrestling. Uh, wrestling is very, uh, very welcoming of everybody. It's all encompassing. And obviously, we talk about wrestling in a positive light about that multiple times. Uh, Chat Grapple and Cheap Pops asked for some questions. So I asked them a question about which match were they most excited for in Forbidden Door. And their response was to talk about the Eurovision Song Contest. Guys, never change. I love you. I was dying. I had tears rolling down my face listening to their answer. Um, Kylie Ray versus Laney Look. I'm not sure if it's pronounced Zelo Wrestling or Zello Wrestling. Uh, it's on YouTube. I saw it promoted a few times today. Uh, a banger of a match. 20 
minutes long. Go check that out. And Willow Nightingale getting a shot at Jade Cargill on AEW Rampage tonight as we're recording. And I saw Willow's heading off to Japan as well. So Willow, great things coming for Willow. I assume that means if she's going to Japan, she's probably not going to beat Jade. But I always like to see Willow Nightingale doing well also. That's it. I don't care what she identifies as. Uh, uh, Nyla Rose is like a great follow on Twitter. It's always like it, she always makes me laugh on Twitter. Oh, she's very, okay. she's ve- she's really funny on Twitter. She like is like really ge- like genuinely like like genuinely she is a amazing tweet. It's great. So her wife. Her wife's amazing as well. Really, I I didn't know she was married. Yeah. Oh, I didn't add something to my good cop moment because uh, okay. I forgot about it. I saw it on Twitter like just now. Uh, the Rock bought Tamina a house, and I think that's really nice. That is so awesome. It is yeah. so awesome. The emotion that she's he didn't, got. He didn't buy me a house, but. <laughs> yeah. Not, but no, I think not, that's awesome. family. All right. Can I, can I ask a question about that? Because I saw that story. Why doesn't she buy her own house? She has her own. I don't know. I can't ask that question, Craig. You're asking to a person. Rock is a billionaire. That's why. I understand that. I understand Rock has a lot of money. I understand that she's family as well, but she's also a WWE wrestler of many years. Um, I would have thought she could probably get her own house. Maybe it's the significance of the house in question. Maybe it was. Maybe he was able to buy. The house you grew up in, for example. I haven't read the story properly. So. I, I could. I didn't read the story because I rolled my eyes too much. I saw I the. I saw the video because there's like a video of like her being yeah, blindfolded. Yeah. I saw the video. I. I don't think I that's. I saw the first ten seconds of it and then I was like, okay, I'm done with this. I think it's really I nice. Right, Did you sorry, watch I Young Rock two season two I'm at just all? Too cynical. I apologize. It's... Did you yeah. watch Young Rock season two or series two for any? I other? haven't even finished episode one of season. Oh, sorry, no, I did. I, I'm I'm still on episode two of season one. I don't think I'm going back to it. The only part that I like is the part where he's is like the oldest part of of where Dwayne Johnson is in his life. That's really interesting to me. Okay. All right, we better crack on because we know we are on a time limit, so we better get to those bad cop moments. I have a feeling there might be a bit to talk about this week, possibly as well. Good. Bad. Thank you for being respectful for five seconds, there, Micah. I appreciate that. I do my best. <laughs> what is your main bad cop moment of the week? Oh man, if only there is something. <laughs> if only there is something this week. <laughs> Um, should I get out of the way? Uh, should I just get out of the way? Because, like, it's so new. Get out of the way, then Matt's got to find something else to talk about. Okay, so, like, here's the thing. Is that by when this comes out, so much more information about what I'm about to talk about will come out. Because for some reason, all right, for those of you who just listened to this podcast and don't watch and don't read mainstream news because now this is a mainstream like big thing. Vince McMahon not only had a uh, this is all alleged, by the way. It's there is an investigation into it. I'm glad our DA mentioned that at the start. Whew. Um, this is all alleged. There was a consensual physical relationship between Vince McMahon and a. Uh, I guess recently, in January, this person was terminated uh, and was signed an NDA, um, signed an NDA given three uh, for a total of $3 million to, to keep this quiet. It has since come out, as reported by the Wall Street Journal, 
with yeah wall street journal yes uh that 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 happened she was given a raise as uh reported uh from one hundred thousand dollars to two hundred thousand dollars um and then it's pretty bad right now to be honest so. yeah I, I think i have seen better looking boris johnson parties um it's also there's also been uh there's also allegations that there was something that there is a link between her and uh head of talent relations john laurinaitis uh who uh for those not in the know is married to uh brie and nikki bella's mom and brie bella is uh brie bella is married to daniel bryan so there is weird stuff going on too uh yeah that that is true uh that's true that's that's her stepdad that's not their actual dad but uh no, i didn't know that wow. yeah that yeah yeah i watched my mom likes total bellas and total divas um yeah so that's it so that so there is there is a weird it's weird it's a weird situation they, then today they... then today it was announced that vince mcmahon is stepping down temporarily i think that is being lost that it is temporarily until the investigation done by the wwe board of directors that he is stepping down as uh chairperson and ceo of wwe that is being taken over by stephanie mcmahon who not even a month ago stepped away from her chief branding officer role um it is very strange and then it was announced by CNBC of all places that Vince McMahon would be appearing on as of recording tonight's SmackDown. Um, so you, the listener, have no more information than we. Everything else that we're going to say is complete speculation. We're all very dumb. Please do not take anything that we're going to say seriously. It is a very weird situation. Um, and also Vince McMahon is in another lawsuit regarding the nsfl and now that people are looking into the wwe board of directors for yes fiduciary, it happened in the last few hours yeah fiduciary irresponsibility which is another thing yeah it's uh yeah it, so vincent man is, is possible has three huge lawsuits going on at the same time he is right to step down uh yeah absolutely. like that is a smart thing to do it may not be smart to go on Fox tonight. I will say I, one I, thing. Sorry, I wasn't saying anything. Oh, sorry, sorry. One thing I will say I is... I going to interrupt our guest while he was doing his uh, bad cop moment, but no, you no, obviously felt okay doing that. Well, so I, have a, I, have, I have an actual bad cop. This is all the setup to the bad cop. <laughs> I haven't finished. Can I finish? Yeah, one thing I can guarantee is it's going to be the most watched SmackDown of all time tonight. For not of all happened. time. Not of all time. I'll be wa- I think I'll be saying got to watch it live. My bad cop moment. That's bad. My bad cop moment is Brad Shepard doxing the the individual who uh, who was involved. The the woman. I'm not going to say her name because it's none of our business. That's the thing. Mm. Is that a lot of this? I own shares in WWE, but not a ton. You know. So like this does like kind of affect me. Yeah, they've gone down a lot. The second Vince McMahon announced it, like, you could see, it's just like the Dow in 2008. It's a drop. 
everything about that relationship aspect of it is not our business. She signed an NDA. The fact that there is a name floating around is disgusting. It's disgusting. It has nothing to do with us. The average person doesn't need to know. Um, yikes. Um, it just, it's, it sucks that people, if people are victim shaming, like she did anything wrong. Um, sure, there's a moral thing that he's a married man, but he's a, he's a man with influence. He's a, and, uh, and her boss. And he, I, I personally believe that he, he is in the wrong more morally, whether fiduciarily he is in the wrong I'm not a real lawyer and businessman. I I couldn't tell you. Uh, I don't own a publicly traded company. I'm also pretty sure that's why he stepped down. If this was still a privately owned company, he would not have to step down. But he he is subservient to shareholders and investors, and this that is the best thing to do for the company at large. Um, again, showing up on screen tonight is not a good idea. Um, personally, uh, like if Toxic Mike ever did something and then showed up on another show, who would just say, who would say that? Um, but yeah, but my bad cop moment is do not blame this, this, I'm not going to say that she is not, she is not fully a victim, but she is not the, she is not a person of true fault here. It is, it was a consensual relationship. But Vince McMahon, obviously, there was there was a power disruption. There was a there was a weird stuff going on as the coming weeks, uh, as the coming weeks and in the investigation like grow uh, and carry on. We'll find more information out onto whether the nature of this relationship, like how 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 true it was, and if Vince McMahon's stepping away is is permanent. Um, but yeah, don't hate on this woman and, uh, don't hate on WWE wrestlers for having an opinion because this is also fresh for them and that's their boss because they all have, from what I've been told, from what I've listened to, they all like Vince McMahon personally. So like, it must be very weird for them to hear this information. So like, if they have an opinion, just like let them have an opinion because they, know Vince McMahon personally, and we know him through, like, three proxy. From what I can tell, he's going to be addressing the talent backstage about what's going on, and then he's going to be in character leaving WWE. Um, because I don't think they, they need to write him out. I mean, he's often, often theories... Actually, Elton has lost all his entire storyline now. I just realised that. It's one of the best things going on Raw, uh, with him being McMahon's bitch. Um, and now that's gone. <laughs> um, is he going to be Triple H's, maybe? Who knows? But irrelevant to that sort of things. Most people are thinking, and it's, a lot of people are speculating, is, as you say, Michael, it's coming out day, a couple of days after. Um, on SmackDown tonight, it will not be in front of a live crowd. <laughs> it's going to be on SmackDown, but it's not in front of a live crowd. Uh, because I think that he may end up getting stuff thrown at him. It's not. 
Oh, I, I just assumed that he was coming out to the ring when they said that, but I guess they it, never officially said that. He's going to be on SmackDown. Doesn't say he's going to be in, in the he's ring. Backstage. That's a good point. I never really thought about that. I, I don't think it. that people. I think going, it would be. I don't think that people going to a SmackDown show are going to throw something at Vince McMahon. They're coming to watch wrestling. Um, and I don't think that everybody going to that show necessarily will have known that this is happening. Not everybody is on the internet. You know, I understand that this is mainstream, so it's different, but mm. not everybody knows everything you know That's so true. i think that we're in a we're in a place that we're like we're like in a, in a very enclosed circle that we think is way bigger than it is mm. like we know this but there, there's going to be an eight-year-old who has no idea what's going on who's there there's going to be several of them i bet there's going to be kids who have no idea what's going on and their parents are going to have to like sidestep away from this because like i bet graham wouldn't want to have this conversation with jackson at all I not with Jackson, with Mason. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe with Mason, maybe you could have a, a like a lesser conversation with him because like this isn't an appropriate thing to tell a thirteen-year-old, fourteen-year-old. There you go, you got it. Fourteen. Yeah. High school in a few weeks' time. Oh god. Yeah, it's, um, I can give you some co- context of uh, my coworker who I mentioned a few times. Big WWE yeah. fan, watches all three hours of Raw, uh, watches SmackDown religiously, and um, he but doesn't doesn't follow on Twitter, Facebook, anything like that. He he just watches the shows, and um, we, I would say we we see each other in class every single day, and we've just been on holiday for this is second third day. I've already lost track of time. Woohoo! I'm on holiday. Yay! Um, so I messaged to him. I said uh, I said I bet for sure you're going to be watching uh, SmackDown tonight, right? And and he's like, why? I was like, Vince. And he's like, what happened? He's like, did he get busted for tax evasion? I was like, oh my god. I was like, he has no idea. So yeah, he literally had um, no idea what was going on at all. So one, and then I got messages back ten minutes later, and like, ah, okay, oh my gosh, wow, wow. So yeah, no. So perhaps the average fan um, probably doesn't. If you're just watching the show, you're not following social yeah. media to find out what's going on with Vince McMahon. You're going to watch the show to find out what's going on with Vince McMahon. But no, yeah, I, I assumed he was coming into the ring. But yeah, I think with hindsight, the way you're explaining it, Matt, is probably far more sensible if he puts out a statement. But uh, you also just were in my devil's advocate as well, so thank you for that. Unwittingly, he didn't realize. He, I've done it ten times. He, he, Matt ruined it. I, I think I have a backup one. First of everything, um, my bad cop moment is the same thing. It has to be. Everyone's talking about this, obviously, but I suggest it from a slightly different side of it of view. Are any of us actually that surprised? Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm after not. all that, after all that stuff with Sable, I'm not surprised in the slightest. What I'm surprised about is it took this long to finally get him done for it. I've said this for a long time. I may, I will shoot on Tony Khan, legit, because sometimes I think he's had too much of the uh, Colombian marching powder, and that's often. But I've always also said Vince McMahon <laughs> is a complete fucking arsehole. And it seems like he has just found a new depth to go to. And it's a depth that we kind of all expected and knew about. But now it's actually out there. And I've... <sighs> See, the thing is, I was wondering why the lady in question was still on the books. Now I think I've got my... Now I think I know why. <laughs> Um, Michael, you want, you want to talk? Come in. Oh, I should say that I'm surprised that it was with like an employee, like a Stanford employee, like not a talent. I thought it would be with a talent. 
the, this person was a talent. No, this person was a paralegal. Oh, oh, then, then we have different people in mind than, than, than Mr. Mr. Pellegrini. Yeah. Because I've heard it was a... Yeah, that's, was a well, that's the person... Oh. I, I think that was, was the story that came out. Like, when this first broke, I think there was some confusion over that. On the initial when it broke, but now, yeah, but it's either it's, way, uh, either way, it's a paralegal, uh, right, Grim? Like, I'm not making that up. I, I think that sounds right. Yeah, it's not a wrestler. Ah, yeah, I heard it's not that. a talent. Well, that's why. I, I, that's yeah. why I'm more. I'm. That's because it seems like the Stanford side. He, yeah, yeah. Oh. Matt's sharing something in chat. Okay, I hadn't heard that. Yeah, that's what I'd heard. Yeah, I have. Um, I hadn't. Not entirely. So if it, I mean, if it's true, then on both sides, it could be. To be fair, because what I've heard is it's multiple NDAs have been signed for this oh. sort of stuff. In which case, you not just for not just for what you fucking did. You've got a fucking wife, you prick. What example, you, exactly. what example are you giving to your grandchildren as well? Seriously, your, your father is rolling in his grave. I've always said that I would always watch WWE TV, and I still will, because the fact of the matter is that they've taken, that Vince isn't there, Stephanie's there, and I, for one, am happy about that, because a, a woman being the chair, chairman of the board because I just want a chairwoman not chairperson she's you could chairwoman just say chair. pun you could just say chair you could you could I mean when I started watching WWE in 20 in 2000 Linda was the CEO because she still was after a steroid trial but Vince was still the chairman at that point he did that from everything apart from creative and I'm like step away completely seriously Save some face. You don't want to be anywhere near this right now. Step away and find a volcano and hide in. 45's got one you can borrow, surely. Yeah. Thank you, Micah. Micah's confirming yeah. paralegal. Yep. Yeah. 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 So if, if that's the case, then but I say it could be multiple, as we said. As mm-hmm. This is the this is the one that is that is about why he's stepping down, though. Yeah. Whether or not there are multiple, I have no idea about. Uh, I have I have not heard that. Um, either way, again, either way, yeah. either way, this is the a very dark day um, at Titan Towers for sure. Um, I do hope under Stephanie's leadership, no matter how long it goes for, it can be um, relatively um, relatively peaceful. For her, yeah. at least, because yeah. because she's been relatively squeaky clean, hasn't she? Really, but on on screen, not obviously, but you know, as a business person, she seems to be a decent person. I've literally never heard a bad word about Stephanie McMahon as a person. Like when we had Just Incredible on, like he remembered like Stephanie McMahon very fondly. Like when he would talk about her when he came back for the ECW. Uh, Revival, he remembered like yeah. Stephanie McMahon still being very professional, but like very nice. And I'm just like, well, that's nice. It must be very weird for her to be such a bitch on camera. 
Because, I mean, but obviously, like, she's very good at it because, like, it's, it's, I don't want her to be on screen, but, you know, she seems like a very lovely person. Like, there's, you know, I hope it's not, it must be very weird to be Stephanie McMahon knowing that this happened, knowing that this is the reason, and then replacing your dad, who is the looming figure that is Vince McMahon. Mm, must be very weird to be here. It must be very, very weird. And despite the fact that Stephanie now is in this position, which we all thought she would be one day, but not till Vince was dead and buried, let's face Mm -hmm. it. Um, But it's already being overshadowed by certain uh, dirt sheets who are saying, does this mean Triple H is going to be coming back and taking over? Like, like, I love Paul Levesque. I love him. I think he's one of the best ring generals I've ever seen. The stuff he did at NXT was great. Stephanie is in the chair. Let her do the job, seriously. Well, also, Triple H needs to worry about his health. It hasn't even been like, it hasn't been like a full year since his heart thing, right? Like it's it's been or around it's been like a a year and a half maybe tops. Like he needs to. I'd rather Triple H be safe, even though he'd be really good in that role. I would mm. rather him be healthy than not than not uh, do this because that's a high stress job, and I and you know stress can lead to heart heart and cardiac stuff. He, he had he had the same thing put in which uh, Christian Eriksen, the footballer, had put in. So oh. soccer player, soccer player. Yeah, I know. I get. I got it. So I was just translating. Yeah. M- Matt, I, I I thank you for reminding me of something that I meant to put in my notes, but then forgot about. So I do have an. I have a devil's advocate now. Anyway. Okay, Graham. Well, I appreciate you. We'd like to bring up your bad cop moment of the week. Graham. I'm shocked that it hasn't been stolen. Uh, and I think if it wasn't for Vince, it probably would have been stolen. But um, Jeff Hardy. Um, once again in the news for all the wrong reasons um, this could have easily been a speed check moment but I think it's one I think I'd like to just kind of mention a few things and then I'll throw it out to you guys um, obviously we want to be supportive of people when they're going through troubles for sure everybody makes mistakes and they deserve second chances but my feeling right now is how many chances do I want to give Jeff Hardy um, having had him as my good cop moment only a few weeks ago when I saw him at MCW uh, seeing him and his brother Matt together was phenomenal Um, I didn't think I'd ever say this, but I don't ever want to see Jeff Hardy wrestle again. I think it's far more important that he focus on other aspects of his life. And it seems that wrestling is one of those triggers for him. Perhaps not directly, but when you're going through, we we know the stories from 70s, 80s, 90s, going through the wrestlers. Uh, It used to be pills for other people. It's alcohol. We've seen it in other sports as well. That's how they kind of get through. I think he needs to be away from wrestling. I think he just needs to be with his family. I think he needs to um, go with the help that's been offered to him again. He's uh, in that position where he has that chance, but I don't want to see him wrestle again. Um, It's clearly a bad cop moment. Um, When I saw that story, I was like, not again. But the fact that it was saying not again for the multiple nth time is too many. This is this is one too many. We we talked about it with other people. It's like they were lucky that they got away without seriously hurting somebody, uh, not just themselves. And I think that that's um, where I'm going to leave it. But yeah, Jeff Hardy, bad cop moment. Go ahead, Micah. Uh, to steal a line from Matt, but are we surprised? No. It's not that's like good. the that's the heartbreaking thing is like like. This is like a reason that WWE was concerned back in December. This kind of erratic behavior, and we all laughed it off. Like, no, Jeff Hardy's like been good since 2019. His last, his last in trouble. He's been really good, you know. Um, 
That one just, I thought was slightly different, though. I don't think there's some of the circumstances on that, and I don't know if we do know the, the true story from that now. But I think mm-hmm. that was a slightly different thing. That there was a lot of misinterpretation with what happened there. I don't know for sure that that was drink related, um, but well, I, I think that one was slightly different. But I think for all of these top screens for that, to be fair, it's completely clean. But that explains well. Why did you do that then, Jeff? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just like really, it's really weird. Uh, don't, they, they've been both Matt and Jeff have been open with their addictions and like the problems that they face. And I mean, when you do something from the age of sixteen, eventually it's gonna catch up to you. Like he's like forty four, forty five years old. He's been doing oh, wow. this like yeah, close to thirty years. Um, and, you know, even in AEW, it's not like he's he's changed his moveset. He's still kind of like that reckless free spirit. Like, uh, the Derek said it really good to me the other day. Like, this is the Jeff Hardy that people loved in TNA, which was also the most destructive Jeff Hardy. That was like the Victory Road Jeff Hardy. Um, 2009, so, yeah. Yeah. Like this, so, I mean, ever since he came back, to, like when he's been in AW, he really also hasn't looked the same. He looked, he hasn't looked crisp. He, he like he's hurting himself. Uh, he's hopefully not hurting others, but he looks like he's seriously like he he's putting full weight on on people like that Swanton on Darby Allen uh, from the ladder. Like that didn't look that was this Swanton. Yeah, that one like onto the bed of chairs. Um. If you can remember that far back, yeah, I, I that was going to be my speech check, and I for, for sure, I for I was for sure going to talk about that, like this weekend with friends, but like, yeah, the Vince McMahon stuff, yeah, whatever was, you can do, yeah, um, it was it was going to be my main my main bad cop moment, Graham, but the Vince stuff today has bumped it down. Obviously. I mean, I was going to talk about Vince, but it wasn't good. It was Adam Brock it was today. So I had to reorder it a little bit. Um, yeah, Jeff Hardy. Uh, well, I mean, let's talk about the response from AEW. Tony Khan has suspended him indefinitely without pay until he has completed some form of rehab. I'm like, like Vince off. Well, WWE offered to pay for the, for rehab, and he said no. So he got to say, "Well, you're fired." Um, no. Tony may offer to, to send him to rehab as well. And you know what? Good for him if he does that. You know, absolutely. Someone needs to keep professional help, uh, clearly, because he's not in a good place. People are also massively hating on Matt Hardy for this as well. Because, and Matt Hardy's been replying to this openly on Twitter about this. Apparently, Matt Hardy was drinking with him to the early hours and then let him get in the car. Oh boy, I didn't see that side. Yeah, there's been a, bit of, a lot of arguing on there. Apparently, Bill DeMott, who everybody loves, was complaining, was coming down pretty hard on Jeff. I would say, arguably, rightly so, because he lost someone to a drink driver. Um, we saw recently what happened with Sonny um, hitting someone. Oh, yeah. Um, with, with, as a drink driving. And Jeff's just lucky he didn't kill someone. Three times over the limit, driving on a suspended and expired license. I mean, free spirit he may be, but 
You, if you're not going to kill yourself, you're going to kill someone else. Yeah. Yeah. When you're when you're, almost thirty percent of your blood is alcohol, it's a uh, that's a yeah. It was like point two nine four or something like that. Uh, I think it was. I think it was a three in there somewhere. Actually, I think it was point three. No, I, I, I only saw point. I only saw point two nine number. I don't know if it rounded up. I don't know, but yeah. Way, oh, we don't it, round up in America. Oh, but either way, either way, I thought that's a scary figure for sure. No, that's like uh, yeah. It's a. Uh, I hope Jeff Hardy gets the help that he needs. Yeah. Because obviously he can't do this alone. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. I think that comes back to to what Matt was saying with men's mental health. I think this comes back to is that we're always told, like you know, stiff upper lip and like you got this. Like just like just why don't you just like don't do it. Like just just stop. And sometimes sometimes we need to admit that we need help. And I think Jeff Hardy is just maybe of that mindset that like he can do this by himself. He can do this with just like his brother's help, maybe his wife's help. But he's got. I think he's got two young daughters. I can just, I would hate for them to grow up without a dad. Well, let me put something a bit scarier in in mindset. And Graham, as a parent, I apologize for this. Imagine if he was in the car with his wife and his daughters, driving an influence, crashed a car. He's fine, but his daughters weren't. I don't really want to think about that. No, it's yeah. terrifying to think about. But, yeah. but it's a reality that could happen. And it's not like it's that far removed. Not only that, but what if you took someone else's kid's life if you hit that car? It doesn't bear thinking about. But the fact of the matter is, is that I'm not going to think about that because that's not going to happen because I'm sensible. You know, one drink will do fine me. One drink turned into a night out. Trust me from experience on that. You don't want to be going down that road. All right. I can see we're getting towards time. So let's do Sorry, our speed checks and then we can get Micah out of here. We'll get him to promote a little bit as well. Um, I'm not sure if there is anything else then, Micah, because it sounds like I might have stolen it. But anything else that was a, you consider a bad cop moment this week? Um, well, now it's going to sound petty. What the fuck was the Wardlow thing on, on Dynamite? That sucked. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That sucked. That 20 on one thing. It's just bad. That's it. There's nothing else that can compete. I just wanted to say, like, they're kind of screwing up Wardlow. I didn't see it. I saw it said one of the, the list of the 20 people who were in, and it said the biggest name was Moses, who used to be on uh, Ring of Honor, who I recognize from MCW, and he'll probably be at UEW tomorrow um, if I go. It's a coin flip right now. So um, I hadn't actually seen the whole thing, but yeah, obviously 20 versus one is silly. But. There might be a of the whole Royal Roster versus Cena and Orton, but that was for a st- That was, you know, they, they were going through them like a dose of salt. Uh, I've looked at one thing, Graham, oh, for my, my bad cop B check. Orange Cassidy versus Will Ospreay. Forbidden mm. Door. Mm. Now, this is not me hating on it. The bad cop is the internet hating on it. The internet Thanks. are saying. And I can quote from three or four different people, Graham. Uh, Osprey deserves better than this. Why, why, why putting that stooge up against Osprey? And words to that effect. They say, Cassie's great, but why are you feeding him to Osprey for? No one on the internet believes that Orange Cassidy deserves to be on Osprey's level. Or a champion. I'm like, you are aware that this guy is a former... Um, in um, IWTV 
heavyweight champion and was the longest reigning at one point. Uh, he was um, he's amazing and one of the most over people in the entire. He's one of the top three faces in the whole of AEW. Osprey's one of the top three heels in New Japan. It makes sense to put them together. Much I don't like Osprey. I want to see this. It's going to be a complete clash of styles. And yet, it seems that Twitter can't get on board with the idea because, as far as they're concerned, Osprey is amazing and he comes tastes like sweets. I'm glad I did set that timer. It was getting close to that. I was like, whenever he says he doesn't have much to say, I've learnt my lesson now. And Micah has his hand up, but I think that's just because I forgot to take it down. Oh, I haven't. I I haven't taken it down yet. Okay, I saw it a couple of times. I was like, oh no, no. Might you just leave a word in there, Graham, as well? Awesome. Okay. All right. I was obviously distracted because I didn't pick out what the word was. Okay. All right. Um. I better not say I don't need 90 seconds. All right, I'll start it up. Um, I did talk about Max the Impaler earlier. And um, the only thing I didn't like about the NWA show, which I thought on the whole was really solid, actually, um, was when Max came out, one commentator used correct pronouns and one commentator did not use correct pronouns. I know this has happened before on different commentaries. I, I just think that it's something, as a commentator, you should be understanding of the people that you're commentating on. If you're commentating on football, you go and research the players that you're going to be talking about and you make sure you get your facts correct. It just sounds really strange when one is accurate and one is inaccurate. And the, fortunately, the person who was the most vocal one was the one who was the inaccurate person. And you could, it almost felt like the other person as they were speaking were like, are you not listening to what I'm saying right now? Like, uh, they are coming to attack them at this point. And then they'll go, oh, look, she's coming into the room. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, really? Like, it, it should. there's no reason for it. I think it's pretty well known, um, Max's character. Um, it's certainly clear if you look on their Twitter account. You can see exactly what most people's pronouns are if you choose to do that. So that, that was the one thing that really stood out for me. And what was a really good um, card otherwise, unfortunately. All right. Uh, we would normally do our fan cop moments at this time. Micah, we got like two minutes before where you were about to go. So go ahead. Go ahead. Promote everything, uh, including your OnlyFans account. And then we can get you out of here. I'm not even going to do doubles advocates. Damn it. Um, oh, I have one. You, I didn't know you were joining until 10 minutes before. Oh, you can't think of one on the fly? That's okay. Well, you, I'm Micah. You got to leave. I can uh, I'm Micah. You can find me on Devoid brand, specifically Devoid. Uh, on YouTube and all audio platforms uh, that you can find this. I'm also doing a Beaumont Reads Wiki. It's supposed to be once a week. I think it's going to be like once a month where uh, me and Beaumont Rand from uh, the Bird Buster Boys, uh, we have a fun time. Oh, there's one episode that's coming out soon that everyone's going to love. We call Home Depot um, multiple times. We call different Home Depots because <laughs> you need to know. Um, we need to know. That's a little tease for you, for, for all your listeners. Um, also, go listen to uh, go listen to everything on Virginia Global Media and Radio Techers, including uh, including you know chain wrestling and uh, good cop back up baseball. Yeah, did you, you okay? Did you okay? You did perfectly. All right. My, uh, your devil's advocate from me then is the person that should be succeeding Vince McMahon is not Stephanie. It should be Linda McMahon so she can tell us the real story live every week on Raw. Uh, yeah, Linda McMahon is like the best person ever. Like, I would have voted for her for uh, 
for Senate if I lived in New York and I was 18 years old at the time. Uh, she seems like a wonderful person. There's like nothing wrong with her. There's no controversies surrounding Linda, uh, which you cannot say that about most successful people. All right. Well, I, think, I think you defended Linda rather than Linda's position that I was recommending, but sure. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure you guys have been show very many times, so I know you've a lot of controversy. You you've got one for him, right? I got two for him. But I'm gonna pick go, for, one. go for both of them. I don't care. Okay. Right. Okay. Okay. Your first one, Micah, is mm, we need this tag team tournament. Damn it! I see my prestigious tag team titles on TV for women's tag team titles back on WWE TV. Well, the thing is, is that Bailey's got to come back at some point. Could you imagine like Bailey winning them by herself? I would love to see that. Uh, there's other tag teams too. There's got to be. Um, there's, there has to be. WWE does a great job with the tag team division. Look at RK Bro. The entire success of RK Bro. Time. There's probably other tag team. Probably. We can look up details like that later and edit that in, I'm sure. We won't want you to look bad or anything. <laughs> All right, what's your other one? He brought this on himself. We didn't really have anything, so. Well, you did. I didn't. Go ahead. What's his other one, Matt? Okay, you have one. This was written as soon as I found out you were on, Micah. I bailed these guys out so many times, this show should now be called Good Micah, Bad Micah. Wow. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, like, I'm more English than Matt because I can, I can uh, you know, I like football more than him. And, uh, you know, I like wrestling more than Graham. So I'm pretty sure – I'm pretty sure this is, like, my eighth or tenth appearance. Between eight and ten appearances I've been on the show. I promote my stuff on this show more than I promote my stuff on my show. Not bad. Not bad. <laughs> Do you guys want one? Last time you were on, one of your moments says, I don't really like wrestling as much as I thought. (laughs) Bring it. Bring it. Go on, Micah. Bring it. That was his comment. That was his comment last time. (laughs) That was your, I think that was a good cop moment, ironically, as well. (laughs) Oh, wow. Um, All right. Uh, Matt's comment. Uh, Now that he's in WWE, the most attractive person in WWE is Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes, did you see his abs while we were watching the Hell in a Cell match? I actually watched it back this afternoon at work. It was that boring at work. I had time to watch Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins. The abs on display, the paintwork that was on there as well, because keep, have you heard last week, it was all a fake injury. It, so the abs were accentuated so much better. Mmm, that's my American dream right there. <laughs> I didn't realise you had ones written for us. I thought you just wanted to defend. No, nah, okay. I got one for you. Okay, go ahead. Um, hold on. I, ha- I had it, and then I lost it. Um, uh, what a shame. We'll have to invite you on again so you can do it. Okay, now. yeah. I'm going to leave now. You two have your fun. Thank you for having me on very last minute. Um, you guys we are We appreciate great. you. You added in that extra stuff that we needed. I knew that there were so much important stories this week that we needed a, a third voice to bounce yeah. ideas off as well. And, uh, and you know... Um, you know, you, I think you guys are going to be on one of our episodes very soon. Anyways, in in mediums, I hope that you understood your assignment. Okay. Yeah, uh, I'll be in contact with you guys. Uh, to all the to all the listeners, because you guys don't have yours. To all the listeners, yeah, I'm I'm out of here.
Hello everybody, this is Micah from the Devoid brand. Now we aren't just a wrestling podcast, we also have the titular specifically Devoid podcast, our game show that's sweeping across the globe, Devoid Entertainment, and many other select programming you can only find on Specifically Devoid. Make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Specifically Devoid, and follow us on Twitter at Devoid Podcast, that's capital D, capital P, to stay up to date on all things Devoid. I've been me, you've been you, and we'll see you later. Good! Bad! And that's it. He's a gone. All right, well, fan cop moments then, I guess, Matt. Um, considering I said I'm not sure if we're even going to be on today or if it's going to be later, uh, it looked like the uh, good cop, bad cop uh, mailbox was bulging with responses to this. So let's see what we've actually got. Oh, mine says something went wrong. Oh, because I have my Wi-Fi switched off. You sent a message through chat and you sent a message through my phone at the same time. I was very confused. I was like, oh, well, let me look at this, see if it's important. I was like, oh, yeah, I- same we message. have the the inbox is, is bolding grabbed. I'm gonna kick things off while you're looking. Please, while I click on retry. Okay, at Dan Griffin twenty one, our good friend Dan Griffin. Good cop moment. NWA always ready with a banger. Best cop moment. It impacts twentieth anniversary this weekend. Not bad for a company that's supposedly going out of business so often. Absolutely, every four weeks or so they're going out of business. Uh, worst cop moment. The Vince allegations. If true, very grotesque. And another stain on wrestling. And uh, that was uh, eight hours ago before that all dropped. But we, we knew it was bad. We didn't know it was quite as bad. Greg, what you got? I got high clapped on. Oh, before I did. Uh, yeah, as I, as I was reading through, I was watching NWA as I saw Dan Griffin's comment. And I was like, oh, good. I'm glad I'm going to watch something that's... Uh, uh, he kind of built it up. And yeah, it did not disappoint. Uh, high five, Tom. Uh, great cop moment, my boys. And at Country Airband made their debut on at AAW Pro Alive. Uh, good cop moment. Sounds like NWA is coming back into my rotation. I would definitely recommend that. Uh, bad cop moment. More wrestling mob mentality on both sides. Let's just enjoy what you enjoy. And an awesome cop moment. Talking baseball with Graham. Mm-hmm. It, 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 was worth it, it is worth your time, guys. It is worth your time. Play ball! Um, Nish guy. Um, at Nish guy. Um, good cop moment. We are six days away from the biggest match in wrestling history. Sting with his Hogan, WWE World Title, Starcade 1997. I barely give up with points, so that's what I got. And train wreck cop moment. Uh, whatever happens with Vince on SmackDown tonight, uh, obviously this is two days later, this is going what? out. There's no point putting out tonight, putting out tonight, because SmackDown's still going to be after it. So, yeah. it's, so, so, it's a good retrospective piece, guys, for you. And um, the, the comments after that is a lot of comments from we've got WrestleWitch in there, we've got Dave Pazewski in there, all the comments. And they're all saying the same thing. Vince wants you to turn in tonight because, and I think it will be one of, it, it, maybe not the most watched of all time, certainly most watched of a year. Uh, I agree with that. If, if I had cable, I would be watching it tonight for sure. And I'm sure there'll be people who do have cable who will be watching it uh, because they can. And I think actually Russell, which said it will be the first time she's watched uh, SmackDown all year. So, yeah, that definitely is true. Uh, Morty at MortyJR5. Uh, a lot of bad cop moments this week, guys. But of course, Vince, it was always a matter of time. Things would catch up. But I always figured it would be posthumously. Mm. 
Uh, right, I'm going to go with uh, UTT Rob from the um, UTT brand, of course. Uh, good cut moment. The return of Reverse Battle Royal in Impact. People have been hating on this a lot, <laughs> the Reverse Battle Royal. Uh, you've seen one, Graham, I believe, in a steel cage. MCW. It's always the uh, pre-show on MCW. Um, uh, sorry, not MCW. I apologise. Uh, EWA Maryland. Right state, wrong wrong organisation. Yeah, they always Ooh. do that as their uh, opener for the Rage in a Cage events. Indeed. Uh, bad cut moment, Vince McMahon doing Vince McMahon things. Also Jeff Hardy. We mentioned those earlier, of course. And WTF cut moment, NXT releasing two dimes for wellness violations, but saying they can bring him back next year. That's bizarre. That, yeah. Yeah. I, I get I get the WTF fans, Graham, for sure. Yep. Um, I just saw a bonus one for Morty. Uh, bonus cut moment, Milk Me Brian. If you know, you know, I guess. Uh, I certainly don't. Uh, Danny at Scottish Juggalo. Um, also, a, oh, also a bonus good cop moment. I guess there's another one coming up later then. Uh, I'm going to do the American pronunciation. Uh, was watching Pawn Stars on YouTube and someone in that store must be an ECW fan because... And then there's the picture of the belt. Fair enough. <laughs> oh, right. I found okay. his real one. Sorry. Uh, good cop moment. Bully Ray and Mike Knox had an excellent in-ring promo battle on NWA this week. Was on the edge of my seat the entire time. And bad cop moment. Vince, Johnny Ace, Jeff Hardy, etc., etc., etc. Yeah, it's it 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 it's been a it's been a good if you if you if you collect bad cop moments, then today was your Christmas, birthday, and New Year, for sure. Um, just in time, two one one. Uh, Orange Cassidy versus Will Ospreay at Forbidden Door is his best cop moment. I, I should say a lot of people, some people are very really happy about it. We've certainly been looking forward to it, even though fuck you, Ospreay. Um, but people who don't look forward to this is ridiculous. Um, worst cops, Vincent Man, John Lawrence, all those allegations, and the Jeff Hardy situation. Hmm. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I did write down one thing um, that I, I didn't include in my moments, but I knew that it was going to come up. So I, I wrote in my notes, I'd mentioned it during FanCop and then forgot. So I just noticed it again. Um, while I was watching the show, um, the show was about, it was nearly four hours, man. It was like three hours, 50, something like that. As I was watching the main event, one of my criticisms before is, you know, when it's getting close to the end, like, you know, there's going to be three minutes at the end. They give them the bell. Somebody will come in and say, I want to challenge you next. And then everyone leaves. Everyone's happy, blah, 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 blah. As I was watching it, I was like, oh my gosh, there's like 15 minutes to go. I was like, what's going to happen? So I was kind of curious. Um, nothing. They put black for the last 10 minutes or so. So you don't know when the finish is going to be. I love that. I thought that was a really nice touch. I don't know if that's deliberate. I remember there was one other organization that did that. And I remember it mentioning it as a good cop moment at the time because it doesn't spoil when the finish is coming up when you watch in retroactively, uh, retrospectively, or whichever the word is. Uh, you so, the time. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I like that. I think that's really good. Like they can mix it up. Like when you have that ten minutes, you you have that bit of doubt. Like, is it because someone else is coming out? Is there another storyline, or is it just I like that? But when you see there's one minute left in a match and now you haven't won yet, you know the pinfalls coming pretty quickly. So yeah, I thought that was something that was good as well. All right, I think we've got quite a lot of material already, so I think we're probably still just got one, Brad. Oh, one more. Oh, I you, thought I'd seen everything. You, My you bad. mentioned high five, Tom. Yes. And you missed Vessel Witch. Unsurprised. I one cop. quick comment from her, so yes. I wanted to give her her chance because she did she did post and you mentioned her. You mentioned her and I did as well. So I it, thought that was far enough. It wasn't it wasn't the same it wasn't the same moment though, Graham. It was a <laughs> unsurprised cop moment. Vince. Which, Adam, Vince. 
as we mentioned earlier, though, Graham, are we surprised? No, we're not. Uh, yeah, Micah was, but yeah, we weren't. Yeah, maybe, yeah, but Micah's an innocent child compared to us, Graham. All right, well, I guess it's time to just do a, a shortened version. Oh, we already did the introductions and all that crap. Well, we didn't, but we've already done four Devil's Advocates already. Matt, why don't we just wrap the show up and do our Devil's Advocates at this point? Would you like Great. to go first or second? Um, I shall send me yours, Graham. Um, now, I was laughing when I saw this because I was like, oh, I am totally going to stitch Matt up like a kipper next week with this one. But I didn't write it down. I totally forgot about it. And then you mentioned something, and I'd already lost my devil's advocate anyway, so I was like, oh, I'm definitely going to mention this one. I don't have it written down. I just have a little note to remind me. So this is going to be on the fly a little bit. Um, I guess we need the clock, though, or else it won't work for 20 seconds, will it? So the thing that triggered this memory was uh, you talking about uh, Triple H. And you mentioned in his good work on NXT. So, your devil's advocate from me then is... Nothing shows that WWE doesn't have an inflated, bloated roster than NXT signing 15 unknown people this week. Well, the thing about NXT signing 15 unknown people, Graham, is that they have to actually develop people for the future. The performance is all about that, Graham. So, it shows that... Um, yeah, NXT is clearly all about the future, Graham. I mean, who goes back to NXT after doing the main roster? Nobody does that unless you're washed up has been. All right, now the time's over. You can def- you can talk properly. That was tough to defend, right? Not really. That BS last week. Not really. <laughs> oh, not really. Come on. That, they're not they're not seriously going to keep all of those fifteen people. They the last time they did this, they had fifteen people as well. All this means is that they're actually going to get rid of legitimate stars. Like I don't know if you looked at the fifteen, but there was like there was a volleyball player there, there was a cheerleader, there's a few football players who you can see it. There was one wrestler. I think there was only one wrestler on that list. So they're definitely focusing more on image, and I know they want to shape people in their own image, and I'm I'm sure that there's a reason why they've chosen those specific people. They must have seen something uh, but at the same time if we're talking that's a big chunk of people to add in um there's cuts coming graham they'll be on level up that's all they'll be on uh, okay so they're not training them for the future then you just said that they were i know that i, I, know was, you defend, I was defending the devil's advocate I just, okay i understand that all right fair enough okay <laughs> don't, don't, don't don't dissect my just, advocate. you said it was easy to defend so i thought that was you were saying that was your real opinion then that you they having them because they're developing them for the future. No, so you agree with me then? It's uh, it was a wasted fifteen people then, basically. I think that it should have been. Or at least thirteen of them are wasted. I think that I think that some of them maybe should have been made. But they've, got, they've clearly done it for a reason. I don't know what the reason is. I don't have a problem with them bringing people in, but fifteen is a heck of a lot. When I was scrolling, I was like, I almost I almost had repetitive strain injury just from scrolling down trying to read about each of the fifteen people. Mm. Right. Graham, you're dealt with advocate. Now, I have more than one. Problem is, I have the other... second one for you if you want to give me both. So we're good. Well, the problem is the other two are kind of convoluted. That's never stopped you in the previous 196 episodes. So okay. Okay. Well, I'm gonna give you the, the convoluted one first, then Graham, and then the second one is the one which I really want you to defend. So you can get one last. Okay. <clears throat> With Kate Bush securing a UK number one this week, 37 years after releasing it, it stands to reason that in 18 and a half years' time, good cop, bad cop will be listened to by everybody because we're twice as good. 
Okay, so we're talking about an inverse relationship here. Okay, I forgot. I thought it was supposed to be a wrestling theme, but I guess we're the wrestling theme. Um, on those basis, um, mathematically, it's a very small sample size, but from the evidence that we're presented and from the premise that you've given me, I would have to back up what you've said. I cannot disprove it unless there's more data. So therefore, yes, in 18 and a half years, we'll be the number one podcast for sure. You actually were enjoying that, Greg. I saw your eyes light up with math. There was a mathematical element to it. So, yeah, I, I thought it was, you were going to go along a Stranger Things uh, route because that was kind of the reason why it's obviously number one. Um, I just is. finished I just caught up with it in, uh, just before I went down that trip to Maryland. I haven't seen past season one. I talked to Mason. I was like, have you watched season four yet? And he's like, no, I'm still on season one. I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, I, just, I don't like it. And yes. I was like, I don't. I did not. I thought it would have been his type of thing. I thought it would have been like a slightly more mature type of program, and it features like school. And I was like, "Oh, uh, Jackson can't watch it because uh, he's definitely not age appropriate for him." And I thought that'd be totally his thing, but now he doesn't like it. Well, trust me on something else, Graham, about what is an age appropriate and everything. For ha- you've got Prime, I'm guessing, yeah. Amazon. Mm. Yeah. For goodness' sake, do not let him watch the boys. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Benjamin Banks will tell him not to. I don't know if he has access to that or not. I I haven't. uh, I haven't given him the password. Extremely graphic, Graham. Okay. All right. Extremely graphic. Okay. Uh, Oh, you're going back to back? No, no, no. no, 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 All right. Um, I saw a quote from Ricky Shane Page uh, probably about an hour before he came online. Uh, but I'm going to get you to defend the opposite of what he said. So okay. I'll, I'll read you his quote first, and then you'll understand why I'm asking you to do the opposite. Um, so basically, I'm going to get pretend that you think it's not this. Uh, Ricky Shane Page quote was, wrestling is great, the people not so much. So I, Matt Willis, actually think the opposite. The people are great, it's the wrestling not so much. Absolutely. Think about it in, in, in the industry. I would, I'm very happy associating myself with people who are complete scumbags. And they are all about, you know, the stuff that's happening outside of the ring. In the ring, God, anyone could do that. As I proved earlier, my 10-year-old nephew can suplex somebody. So clearly the stuff outside of the ring is more important. Uh, uh, wasn't, wasn't great. That, was that defending my statement or a different statement? <laughs> a bit of, I'm not sure, Greg. It was I got some... a random one. I like the quote from Ricky Shane Page, though. It is very good. I'm going to fit it in with, particularly with my good cop moment, as I was doing earlier. I was yeah. like, yeah, wrestling's great. The people, not so much. I was like, yeah, there's a lot of scumbags in the industry, unfortunately. All right, what's your second one? Right, Graham, this is uh, all thank- this, is, this is your fault. Okay. Okay. Hmm. <clears throat> Oh, this is pizza. about the baseball one. This will be about the baseball. Oh, no, it's not about the baseball. Okay, go pizza ahead. Pizza is a perfect straw for any beverage. <laughs> uh, of course. Like, obviously, you don't want to be using plastic because that's not uh, environmentally friendly. So people tried paper to begin with. But paper is something that's wasted anyway as well. That means you've got to use trees. So obviously, if you can use something that's food and you're going to eat it anyway, you'd obviously go with that. So you fold your pizza in half, you pour the drink down the pizza, and then you eat the pizza straight after. I did not see that one coming at all. You totally got me. Oh, my goodness. Um, are you going to oh. give some context for why that was uh, the devil's advocate? <laughs> Graham shared oh, something to me, I think it was yesterday, um, of, a, of a video of, I'm going to say, a lady from the South. Um, uh-huh. That's not the right way of putting it. Trailer Park. Um, had a slice of pizza in her hand. That doesn't want a slice of pizza. We love pizza. No. Pizza, wait, yeah. pizza party wrestling, one of the best things out there. Yeah. But pizza, and she... 
curled it slightly, so it was all, sort of like, all, it looked more, it looked like a taco. That sort, that sort of shape. It, she just turned yeah. it into. And that's, if I get like, 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 I've seen people do that, try and get more in their mouth. Yeah. You know, I don't agree with that personally, but each to their own. She had a can of beer in the other hand, and she was pouring it down the pizza into her mouth. Now, I've tried many things with beer. Uh. Okay, I have, I have done. Uh, beer braised steak. Uh, I have done um, cider cider poached chicken. It doesn't always work sometimes, but I have never attempted. I mean, I maybe I mean, I maybe would even. You've lived a very sheltered life. I maybe even would put beer across, like to enhance the flavour of a barbecue pizza, Graham. Mm-hmm. However, using a Lack of a better term, a pizza's life as a funnel. It was a funnel, let's face it. it. And she was pouring it down the end. Now, it was coming out of her mouth at the other end, but it wasn't even going down the, the other end properly. So it was a waste of a good slice of pizza and a waste of a perfectly good beer. I was about to ask you, what percentage do you think actually made, a percentage of the beer actually made into her mouth? Because there was a lot of people commenting that that was a total waste of beer as oh. well. People complain about the waste of beer. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh huh. Yeah, I did not see that coming. Once you mentioned pizza, I was like, oh, he's going to go pineapple again. I was like, oh, did I miss something? <sighs> very, very amusing. All right. Um, I think that does it for this week. Um, our guests already done all the. I could have put it in. I could cut it and put it at the end, but I'm not going to. We're doing a lazy edit this week. I'm on holiday. And I got an extra podcast to edit now as well. So. Well, then, Graham, how about I take us out, then, Graham? I've been me, you've been you, and we'll see you later. We're out of here. Boom. The music was Happy Happy Game Show by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. HTTP colon slash slash creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0 slash.